Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Matthew 8, getting in the Word. Um, also, Brother Josh and Kelly was on their way, and my sheriff's uh, stepfather fell and um, couldn't get up, and his mom called Brother Josh, went there, and he broke his hip and stuff. And they was waiting on the ambulance to come and pick him up. So they may be on here a little later, but he called and let me know where they was at. So I need to remember that, that gentleman also in prayer. Yeah. I'll wait till y'all catch up, then I'll get started. Right. Matthew 8, if you will. And when he was entered in the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, and much and so much that the ship was covered, covered, covered with with the waves. But he was asleep, and his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are you fearful? O ye little faith, then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Tonight, I want to bring you a word from the Lord. He put in my spirit as I was praying. Sometimes we get in this condition, but we need to really realize that Jesus has not left. I said, he's not left. No matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, he has not left us. Try to bring you a word tonight of faith. If you'll preach for me a few moments, we'll quickly get at it and get going. But I'm here to tell you, God never leaves us. I don't want to make it a Wednesday night Bible study. I want to make it a Sunday night evangelistic service. But it ain't me that makes it. It's you that makes it. So it's how you want to eat that makes the service. So I've been doing my praying and I've been talking to the Lord, but I'm asking you right now, whatever you got to do, close your eyes, open your eyes, but I want you to talk to the master right now and I want you to tell him, Lord, saturate this house with your spirit. Bless the word that's sent to me tonight to give me faith. We love you tonight. Thank you, God, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, God, for everything you've done and going to do. Thank you, Lord, for, God, the the faith that you give us to have in you, Lord, that we can see things that we need to see. We ask for your divine favor upon this house tonight. Bless us tonight as we come to you. Bless the hearts and the minds of the saints of God to receive your holy word. And if you're going to help him, shout amen and give him one more praise offering. Turn around, look at somebody and say, anything's possible with him. Do you believe it? Shout amen. Be seated. Everyone here that's facing a challenge spiritually, even physically, you must understand that even though you're challenged, does not mean that Jesus is not listening or he has left you. The reason many are sitting with a distraught look upon their face and spirit 
because many times we become weak in our knowledge of God, understanding who he is in our circumstance. Hosea 4 and 6 said, My people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. That's what causes your reaction, our reaction to our adversity when you don't understand God where you are. Come on. Matthew 8, 23, I read in our text. I want you to look at this. Jesus, the Bible said, entered the ship with them. How many remembers tonight the day that Jesus entered your ship? How many remember the moment that he walked on board your life? How many remember the time that, that he, he come in your life and became the Lord of all? you got to understand, he said, I will never leave you or never forsake you. He does. He has never. He has never left me. As they were out on the sea, the Bible said, there arose a great storm. A great storm came upon them. That ship, the Bible said, was covered with waves. The waves covered them in that storm. Oh, you got to understand, it was a bad storm. The storm had taken over the ship. How many of us many times feel like when we go through things that we have been overtaken? You feel helpless. You feel like there's nothing you can do. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing else I can pray about. But I come with a word from him tonight. You may be at the place right now feeling that I've been covered in this storm. I've been covered. I don't know what else to do. But in fear, the Bible said in fear, they go to Jesus assuming that the storm would take their life. Uh, you know, we got to go get him up. We got to wake him because the waves are hitting us so strong that it seems like if it keeps happening this way, it's going to destroy us and take our life. I've been there, have you, saint of God? If it hits me one more time, I'm going down. If it, if it hits me one more time, it's going to be the end of it. Oh, I've been there. But oh, I thank God for Jesus. <laughs> I said, I thank God for Jesus. He don't lie to us. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. God wants to tell somebody in the house tonight, he had left you. You may seem like it, but I'm here to tell you, don't let the waves of the storm convince you that he's left you. You're covered by the storm. In fear, they go to Jesus, assuming that we're fixing to die. Some of you may have done that lately, going to him, assuming that it's over, life's over, this is over in my life. God, I feel faith coming up in me. The disciples go to Jesus, they wake him, say, Lord, save us. Even in fear, they go to Jesus. Even in fear, they go to Jesus. He didn't say they had faith, but they went to him in fear. Come on now. Oh, let me say it again if somebody ain't listening. They didn't have faith. They went to him in fear. Stop what you're doing right now and listen to what the Lord's telling you. Sometimes you ain't got to have faith to go to him. You may have fear, but what changes it is when you go to him. 
You got to get up and go to him. Somebody tonight, you don't need to let the circumstances cause your fear to shut your praise off, to shut your worship off, to shut your thanks off. You need to stand up in the middle of your storm and say, although it may seem like we're overcome, I will not stop praising God. I'm going to praise him in the midst of the fight. I'm going to praise him in the midst of the storm. I'm going to praise him in the midst of this battle because I know he is the answer. Oh, my God, I feel it. Even in fear, they go to him. You can't allow the storm to determine your reaction to Jesus. I said it this morning. You see, anybody walked in here and feel like all hell was hanging on. Beaten every claw of hell is, took a hold of you. Your mind was drained. Your body was drained. Your spirit was drained. But although you come in, you stood up and you mustered in. I lifted up your hand and you said, thank you, Jesus. That was a sacrifice of praise to him. Because God knew right where you were and knew what you're going through. And to him, that was a sacrifice. I'm here to tell somebody, Jesus has not left you. No matter what the storm is doing in your life right now, he hasn't left you. Okay, I'm going to prove it to some of you that don't believe it. He hasn't left you. you got to go to Jesus. Don't sit there and allow the cover of the storm to hold you there. You can't keep sitting there and allowing what you're going through to cause you to keep sitting there. I don't feel like praising him, Pastor, because of what I'm going through. I don't feel like worshiping him because of what I'm going through. I don't, Brother Marlon, uh, I don't feel like it. Somebody shout, I don't feel like it. Many times we don't feel like it. Who feels like worshiping God when everything is going wrong in your life? Come on. It's covered you. It's drained you. It's a load on you. But sometimes we allow our flesh and allow the voices of hell tell us he's left you. He's forsaken you. He's nowhere around you. That's what your enemy wants you to believe. But I'm here to tell you, he don't lie to his word. He never leaves you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you alone, no matter what you're going through. And the storm is not the determining factor of your life. It's what you do that determines how you come out of the storm. Come on, somebody. You're the praise him. You're the brink of a breakthrough. You're the brink of a turnaround. You're a brink of a miracle. You're to give God some edifying praise right now. You see, even in fear, it's taking a hold of you. Jesus not left you. Jesus has not left you. Matthew 7 and 7 says, in verse 8, Ask, and it shall be given you. 
Seeking you. What? Knock. And it shall be open to you. Verse 8 says. Come on. The verse, the verse 8 says this. How many believes tonight you could ask God something? How many believes you could seek and find God something? For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be open. My God, don't sit there and allow the storm to rob you, you need to get up and open your mouth and say, God, I need your help. This storm is about to crush my life and overcome me. I need your help. Somebody cry out to him right now. Somebody cry out to him right now. Deuteronomy 4, 29. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord, thy God thou shalt find him. He can be found. I said he can be found. You see, the reason you are you're filled with the Holy Ghost Here's the stuff I like talking about. The reason that you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you have been given a gift from God to pray about, to pray around your own will. Your self-conscious is what runs a lot of our lives and, run, and ruins it. But you see, God said, I'm going to give you my spirit that when you're in the midst of a storm, here we go, that when the storm, when your will starts choosing fear and starts choosing worry and the storm starts challenging your faith, I'm going to give you my spirit that when you start praying, you can pray around fear and pray around doubt and you can pray into my presence and you'll find me. God ain't never left you. He's gave you a tool to hook up to him when the storm comes in and when it blows, when the storm comes in, you can pray in the Holy Ghost and hook up to him. Come on, somebody. That storm ain't gonna control your life. That storm ain't gonna dictate your future. You gotta hook up to Jesus. He ain't left you. You have been given a gift. Your soul conscious, emotions and desires and wants comes from your soul. You pray in the spirit to bypass your own intelligence. Your own intelligence says this storm's going to destroy us. Your own intelligence says there's no way it can turn out good. Your own intelligence says, God ain't listening. But if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, he never leaves you. As you pray, as you're praying in the Spirit, 
You bypass your own will. You bypass, oh my God, I, I, I get this. You bypass fear. You bypass worry. You bypass everything the devil's put in your brain. And you go straight to the throne of God Almighty. The disciples said, we got to go to Jesus. And they walked in right where he was and said, Lord, you got to wake up. We're going to die. Can I tell you, you can go straight into the throne room praying in the Holy Ghost and say, Jesus, you got to help me. I'm going to die. The reason some cannot find him because they haven't gotten up and prayed in the spirit, bypassed their own will. Come on, that's a determining outcome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that Jesus is there. He doesn't respond to fear. He's waiting. Come on, somebody, you got to listen. Some of you on a you got this Sunday school lesson in your mind tonight. He's waiting on you to come to him. Let me say it again. He's waiting on you to come to him. Romans 8, 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself helps our infirmities. Come on. When they went to Jesus and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Jesus said, why are you fearful? Oh, you little faith. I believe, Brother Patterson, the same words come from his lips to us now. Why do you have so little faith? I haven't left you. I've been on this ship when I entered your ship. I haven't gone nowhere. I know what you're going through. I know... I know what you're facing. I know the storm you're going through. I'm with you right now. Come on, church. He's with you. He can change your tomorrow. He can change your outcome. He can change your future. Anybody believe that God is a miracle worker of the future? Anybody believe he can turn your future around? Come on, somebody. Come on, come on. Look at this. When they went to him, this is what I like getting into. When they went to him, say when they went to him, he arose. And rebuke the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. Jesus is still here. I don't care what you're going through spiritually. Don't care what kind of storm you're facing physically. Brother Morgan made this statement of the night. Me and Brother Jody and Brother Josh was there. When Jesus died on the cross, the crown of thorns 
the stripes, the spear in his side. He gave healing. Listen to me. Come on, y'all need to listen to me. The crown of thorns was a sign that he gave healing to the mind. The stripes was healing for the body. And the sword where the blood was healing to the spirit. But we all preach about healing of the body. And he can feed with the Holy Ghost. But we don't preach about a lot about healing of the mind. You need to get that message and listen to it. He can heal body, soul, and spirit. He's a healer. Jesus is still here. Come on, I said, Jesus is still here. The storm was not affected until they went to Jesus. The storm was not affected until they went to Jesus. I'm going to say it again. The storm wasn't affected until they got up and they went to Jesus. And when they went to Jesus and woke him, he arose up and said, oh, you little faith. And he spoke to the storm. And the storm got calm. I say tonight, we need to get up and make Jesus awake. Somebody needs to get up and say, wake up, Jesus. The storm can change tonight. The storm can change I said the storm can change tonight. It can change right now. My God, I feel it. Woo! How I feel it. Praying in the spirit will affect your storm. And follow me. The church prayed until Peter was let out of prison, let out of jail. I said they prayed until. Brother Morgan told a story the other night I heard years ago, but he told it. He told about how he went through 13 years of a battle of depression. He went through 13 years that his family got so worried about him they got the guns out of his house. A prophetess, she's dead now, was a great prophet woman of God. Called him and said, Mark, said, you're fishing go, I see a dark cloud coming your way. You're going to go through this cloud. And said, you're going to, the Lord already told him, you're going to drink of the cup of wrath of suffering, and you're going to drink all of it. For 13 years, he fought depression. He went to the doctor, and the doctor gave him a bag of medicines to take. And his wife said, he ain't going to take them. He said, preacher, I don't understand you preachers. The doctor said, I don't understand you preachers. He said, anything we diagnose from here down, you're willing to take every pill. But every time we give you a pill from here up, you don't want to take it. Brother Mark goes home with that bag of pills. And he goes in and he's, he's wrestling. 
He said, I literally laid in my bed with my hands on my chest like you was in a coffin and screamed, Come on, devil! You said you could kill me? Come kill me right now. He can't kill you. They were destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. Is that what you're thinking? He done got your, your bluff on you? you believe, some of you believe in him. He's telling, uh-uh. He can't kill you without God's permission. Let me tell you what he did. When Jesus died and went into hell, he walked in there and said, give me the keys, boy. He took the keys of death hell in the grave and said you don't control it no more I control it you hear me now devil does not control your destiny when you die God gives that appointed time Woo! he said I pray come on in here boy kill me if you can I want to die this man's, I'm trying to get him next year here. If I get him here and you go eat a hamburger and a cookout, you are done. You done gone crazy. You don't understand. I'm bringing the best men of Pentecost in here. Oh, we're going to go over and eat a hamburger tonight. Lost your mind. I'm bringing a man here to bring a mighty word of God. He said, I begged him, come on in here. 13 years. Brother Roy, he went through the spirit. He fought it. He said, God, I'm getting sick of watching all my friends blessed. And I'm over here suffering. Anybody been there? Going through everybody else's smiling, having happiness, a little joy, and you're over here suffering some things. Come on now. But he said he was at a meeting. I cut it short. And said, oh, Sister Vestenbangen turned to him and said, Mark. Quoted a verse, and I could not remember the verse. Said, Mark, you shall drink the full cup, then the sun will come up. Now, let me, when he said it, he brought a revelation, Brother Josh, to me. I already knew it, but he said, It's like deer hunting. When you're in the deer woods, Brother Eddie, that sun don't appear just uh, suddenly. That sun appears slowly. She said, you will come out of it. The sun will come up. But we get discouraged when the sun don't appear overnight. In a moment, the sun will come up gradually, but you will come out of it. And when he got through drinking 13 years of wrath, of suffering, God brought him out. I'm here to tell you, God has not left you He's not forsaking you no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're suffering, no matter what you've been. It is God's will you go through what you're going through. You didn't hear me. I said it's God's will you're going through what you're going through. But he said... I thought I was going to die. I hope when he comes here, we get him here, he, he can tell this. He'll minister to you. He said he took that bag of medicine. He said, I went in before God. He said, I want to know, God. Oh, my Jesus. Do I need to take it? 
You ready? Are you ready? God said, no, you need to suffer it all. Is it? And this hit me while I was sitting there and I wrote it down. Is it that we're trying to escape the pain, which is God's will? See, your mind is, you don't think God will allow us to suffer. Paul prayed, God, take this thorn out of my side. He got up every day with an ailment of hurting him and aching. God said, no, Paul, I'm not going to heal you, but I'm going to give you grace enough, sufficient to bear it. It was God's will. He went through that for his life because God got the glory out of it. How many of us say it was us that got us out of it? Uh-uh. He wants to hear that it was him that got you out of the storm. It was him that brought you through 13 years of hell. It was him that brought you through that pain and that suffering. Come on, somebody. You may be going through it right now, but it's God's will. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsake you. He's still with you. Could be God's will you going through it. Maybe if He healed you, you wouldn't even be here. You'd be backslidden. If you were healed, you might be on drugs and alcohol. If He healed you, we'd never, never see you again. But God's got you right where He was to hear Him say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Come on, somebody, give Him some praise. I'm going to hurry. I want you to look at what happened. Look at what happened. The spirit of distraught got upon the disciples. After they went to Jesus, the storm changed after they went to Jesus. Brother Roy, I believe we can go to Jesus right now and the storm will change. Brother Josh, I believe in my spirit that we can go to Jesus right now and the storm will change. I believe if you go to Jesus right now, your storm can change. You say, I prayed and I prayed, Pastor, I prayed. Pray some more. Daniel started praying. He had to pray 21 days before God had an angel got to him. You've got to... You've got to outpray the storm. You've got to outpray that feeling that's trying to take your faith. Israel stands at the door of the promised land and they allowed negative reports to overcome the word of God and the promise of God. The report of walled cities and giants in the land took away the faith that God has spoken to them. He said, the land's yours. Come on, saint of God. The blessing is yours. The healing is yours. The miracle is yours. The breakthrough is yours. Promotions is yours. Raises, bonuses, increases, they're yours. I don't know if I can shake anybody with this, but I believe you can get in the realm of prayer so strong you can pray into your life what is not there. 
Let me say it again. I believe you can pray in your life what's not there. I believe by the power and the spirit and the faith of the almighty God, you can pray into existence what's not there in your life. You can pray. I don't see how God can do it. Don't you worry about God. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can even ask or think about. Pray about it. Let me hurry. Is anybody blessed? You need to help me pray when we get Brother Mark Morgan next year. Don't allow the storm. I'm going to bring a revelation to you. I've been sharing this the last few weeks, and I'm going to share it tonight. Don't allow the storm that seems that's covering your life determine your faith in God. He's not left you. I said this morning, God took away the kingdom from Saul. He didn't damn him to be lost. Saul could make things right. Caleb and Joshua said, we can take the land. They refused to allow the negative report to get in their spirit. Listen to this. Listen to this revelation. When you pray in the spirit, you go directly to God. In 1 Corinthians 14 and 1, listen to this. Listen to what he says. The Lord tells us that when we pray in an unknown tongue, follow after charity, that our spiritual gifts, but rather that 14, maybe Second Corinthians. But anyway, when we pray, we go straight unto God. Now I want you to look at what will happen. God gives us in the Bible to understand this. Go to Revelation, please, sis. Revelation 8, verse 3, 4, and 5. When we pray in the Spirit, listen to this. We're praying and we're talking to who? Who? This is how John gives us a revelation of what happens to our praying. You ready? Another angel came and stood at the altar, having a gold in his censer. And follow me, and there had given unto him much incense that he should offer it with prayers of all the saints. Upon the golden altar which was before the throne. He had the prayers of the saints. And the smoke of the incense which, which came with the prayers of the saints. Ascended up before who? Out of what? Angels' hands. And the angel took the censer. Filled it with fire of the altar. Cast it under the earth. And there was voices and thunder and lightning and earthquake. This what happens when you pray in the spirit. Listen what happens in the spirit world. When you pray in the spirit, it goes directly to God. The angels capture it, put it in vials, and they hold it in censers. God says it's time to pour it out. They take it and they go to the edge of the heavenlies. And they pour out all the prayers you have prayed. Storms don't determine how you come out. You determine how you come out by how you pray. There's not a person in this room that the storms 
can cover you that you can't get to God. I know you feel like you're a loser. I know you may feel like there's no way I can get out of this. I know you may feel like I'm beat in a corner, but I'm here to tell you now. The disciples said, we're going to die if we don't go get Jesus. And they went and woke him. And as soon as they got his attention, do you hear me? When you start praying in the Holy Ghost, you get his attention because you go before him. Come on, Holy Ghost. Anybody need a change in your life? Anybody need a change in your family? Anybody need a change in your finances? Anybody need a change in your walk with God? I'm here to tell you right now. We can get in the Holy Ghost. We can go before God, and God will pay attention to you. Sister Wilbanks, come. Say he'll listen to me. I love preach. I love preaching about this. When you're praying in the Holy Ghost, Sister Vicky, you walk around your will, your fear, your doubt, and you go directly to Him. To Him, while you're praying all those prayers, angels capture those prayers spiritually in censers. And there comes a time, God said, "Pour them out." Come on, folks. I don't know. If, I think you think this might be Disneyland or Wonder World. But this is, this is spiritual. This is the real deal. There's not a storm you're facing that God can't call a calm to. There's not a situation you're going through that God don't have the ability to change. But we allow the storm to dictate to how we pray. I'm fearful. Don't care. Go wake him. You mean I can go to him fearful? I go to him a lot of times fearful. I'd rather go to him than anybody else. I go to him. I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do, Lord. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to preach. I, don't, I need your help. And the Lord, all right. I'll help you. He's never left me nor forsaken me. Now in the Holy Ghost, if I can wake the rest of you up in your mind, this is what we're fixing to do. Stand to your feet. We're fixing to walk off in the Spirit. How many have something in your life that seems like has covered you? I want you to hold your hand up. I want to know it. It's covering me, Pastor. You ain't going to come and confess to me. I don't, I'm not a priest. We're not a Catholic church. This is what we're going to do. How many believes that God will hear us? I said it this morning. I said it tonight. I search for ways to be obedient to him. Because I want to move from a 30-fold to a 100-fold. This is what we're fixing to do. How many believes he can move that covering tonight? Some of us said, you don't know this storm. It's been so big, but you don't know my God. He can move it right now. 
See, if he moves the covering, he moves what's causing the storm. Let me believe what I preached. Let's ask that. All right, all right, here we go. I, I had to ask that first. Here we go. This is what we're fixing to do before we walk up here. It's what I want you to do, if you will. Okay, God, I've been on this ship, and this storm's been raging, and it's been going on a while, and, and I, I'm fearful. I need it out of my life, and I want to overcome. I need to get out of this. Now, you listen to what I said about Brother Morgan. He went 13 years in darkness, preached, evangelized, and screamed for death. And God said, you're going to drink every bit of that cup of that suffering. You're going to drink it all. You're going to drink every bit of it. It may be God's will we go through. It is, it is God's will we go through some things. It is God's will. But tonight, God wants to do something for somebody in this room, or he wouldn't have sent me with this word. How many believes that you can go to Jesus tonight, and Jesus can speak to your storm? This is what we're going to do. When you come to this front, you don't pay attention who's around you. I don't want you to look left or right, front or back. I want you, I want you to walk up for this purpose, that I'm walking up before the throne of God. I want you to bow your head or close your eyes. And I you say, Jesus, I'm here, and I need your help. I need you to calm the storm. I need you, I need your guidance in this storm. I know this is elementary to some people. Oh, my God. I thought he says deep. Well, follow me. Excuse me. This is what the Lord told me to do, led me to do. So I want you to step out in a moment. Walk to this altar. Bow your head before God and say, God, this storm I'm in, I feel like it's going to take me down. I feel like it's going to overcome my life. I need your help. I need you to wake up. I need you in my life. I need you, God. I need you. And I believe with everything in my faith that when you come tonight believing this, that God will speak to your storm and he will begin to command it to lay still. And he believes that can happen. If you have faith in that, don't you step out in pews and walk to this front. And I want you to do what the Lord, what we've asked you to do. But I want you to do it with faith. I want you to do it with faith. Do it with faith. Don't allow the storm to cause you to be distraught. Jesus has not left you. You're getting up and you're coming to Jesus. And you're asking him, Lord, need your help. It's about to destroy us. I need you, Lord. Come on, folks. Y'all come on around the front. Come on, come on, come on. Get up here. That's it. Come on. Come on, church. Ready? Go to him. Some of you need to break. Some of you need to break before him. Come on, you need to talk to him. Come on. He, he's not left us. 
He's here with us. He's not left us. He's here with 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 us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, tell him. That's it, church. <laughs> God, I've been feeling cold. I've been feeling cold. I've been feeling drained. I've been feeling dry. God, this storm's about to overcome me. I let fear come. Come on, come on. Fear ain't going to hinder God. You're going to him and asking him. Come on, church. That devil's been lying to some of you. He's been lying to you. He's got you assuming things that's not even true. They're against me. How you know they're against you? Because what he's told you? He's a lying to you. Come on. Come on, church. Come on, men of God. Come on, ladies of God. Wait, Jesus. Awake him. If you got the Holy Ghost, don't you open your mouth and let it come from the depth of your soul. Come on. Let it come from the depth of your soul. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, men. Come on, ladies. Can I hear you, young girls? You need to pour it out. Pour it out. Open your heart. Open your mouth. Open your soul up. Oh. Come on, Lord. Oh Lord, these ways are beating me down. These ways are hurting me. Come on, Lord, I'm afraid. I need you. 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 I need you, Lord. I need you. Come on. I need you. 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 you. I need you. I need you. I need you, Lord. I need you. Come on, I need you. 
Come on, pour it out. Why don't you break? Why don't you talk to him? Every hour. Bless me now, my Savior. the whole church let's sing it together come on sing it pray today that this word has blessed you, minister to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.